So earlier this week, Apple, the phone slash computer slash we're trying to take over the world and own all the music and own all the content. Yes, I'm not a fan. But that company, earlier this week, Apple announced that they would be releasing a credit card as part of a broader vision to move from being a company that supplies goods to a company that also helps you get into debt to buy goods. Apple, sue me. Um, also interesting is that South Africa will probably have five or six banks which only operate in the digital realm next year. This means everything is done online. There is no physical bank branch. My mind is blown, okay? Maybe I'm just too old for this. There, I said it. Maybe I'm just too old for something at least. There's no, you don't walk in anywhere. You don't walk in anywhere. They, they don't occupy any physical space except perhaps the service space that they're going to occupy to, to get all this done. So we live in a country where around 29% of citizens have permanent employment. Um, it might be slightly higher than that, but I mean, it's not, it's not a, a big number in any case. So approximately 29% have permanent employment. Many people still use cash and physical transactions to get around. In other words, they need an ATM somewhere or they need to go into a bank to sort out a debit or something. So if this is the case, how are these banks going to survive in a digital-only space? That's my question, because I think Virgin is also advertising that they're going to do um, an online-only bank. So I've got Jan Vermeulen, editor-at-large at My Broadband, to share his thoughts on the matter. Jan, thank you for joining us. It's a big pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. And uh, before we begin, mm. sorry, one, one thing... Uh, I don't want to derail the discussion, but uh, just to add, um, it's not a not a, a, a Kool Aid drinking member of the Apple fan club, but um, <laughs> cer- certainly uh, I, I feel I feel Apple is is a kind of company that operates in highly highly competitive spaces, and what it has done historically, things are a little r- uh, rocky there right now in mm-hmm. terms of uh, people getting excited about the new products coming out of Apple, but. Uh, in, in the past, it, it would enter like extremely competitive spaces prior to, you know, this and after the Apple II. Um, right. and, and they would just be really good at it. And, uh, and so after, especially after Steve Jobs came back in 1997, they would enter an, an existing space um, right. and, and just be so, so good at it that, that people will, will, use their, will use their service. So Apple, uh, as much as, you know, they, they are trying to uh, be a, uh, everywhere um, mm-hmm. in, in the digital entertainment space, um, they're competing against the likes of Netflix and Spotify. Uh, so um, to, it's, uh, they, they just have to make sure that they're better. Yeah, but I mean, uh, my, my big problem with them is they, they want to, if you have an Apple device, you can only go to Apple for all kinds of things, and that yes, is yes, what makes me mad. Yes, that's so what makes yeah. me mad. Do you, do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I think their products yeah. are, are quite good. Very pricey, though. I myself, I can't. If I wanted to buy an Apple product, I, I'd have to budget. I'll be very honest. Um, and yeah, I'm talking, of yeah. course, the, the top end. So um, yeah. they're very pricey. So I think most of the, the actual market for the kind of goods that they provide in South Africa, we can't really afford afford them. I, I think that's yeah. a kind of a high-end um, um, thing. But as I said, my whole big bugbear with them is that, for example, if I have an Apple device and I want to listen to some music, I have to go via iTunes, which is the right. iStore. That's the but. Yes. But be that as it may. So the, the banking thing now, I mean, I am mind blown. Everything yes. happening virtually. I mean, this is all, this is almost a uh, cryptocurrency stuff now. 
<laughs> Not quite. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, it's, it's very interesting to see this happening in a country like South Africa where so many people um, are, are, you know, unbanked um, mm. or are, um, you know, don't have... Uh, ready, easy access to the internet. It's very expensive exactly. for a yeah. lot of people in South Africa to still access the internet. There's, there, you know, if there is a bit of free Wi-Fi happening um, in in the big urban centres, but um, you know, there's still a lot of people who who are not online. A lot of people who can't afford to be online. Mm. Um, you know, uh, be connected all the time. Yes. Like, like we have, like we're able to, like we're lucky enough to be able to, and so. Yes, it's it's very interesting to see these developments happening in South Africa. That um, that there's there's scope for this to happen in South Africa, but it's also not without precedent. Um, the, we've had digital banks in South Africa before, and and Capitec uh, launched in South Africa, uh, you know, without relying on a, on a big branch infrastructure. It would partner with retailers and uh, and let people, you know, do their basic banking mm-hmm. things like withdrawals while they're doing their grocery shopping. And, uh, and the digital banks are, are doing very much the same thing. They've got this whole um, online and app focus as a digital bank. But when you need to interact with the physical world, they have those options still. You just, instead of coming into one of their branches, you go to a pick and pay, for example. Okay, but that's if I have a problem or if I need to access physical cash. Um, yeah, so, so I have actually seen Time Bank in particular. That they, they've got these kiosks um, at pick and pays. Uh, around the country, and they've got staff at those kiosks. I've noticed that. To get people it, to sign up. That's the um, black. That's it's a black. Um, it's a black little box thing, and yes. it. Yeah, I have noticed that, and I've wondered what's the uptake been. Do you have any idea? Sorry, you've just put me off on a tangent now. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, so Time Bank um, in February. So we uh, we'll we'll ask again every so often, but obviously they, you know, they're not gonna. Um, give away the secret sauce the whole time, but in February they said that they had over 50,000 customers already, which is pretty impressive um, as far as banking goes, because switching banks is an incredibly painful process. And so, um, you know, uh, it'll be interesting to see what the breakdown is there between people, um, you know, uh, uh, signing up for an extra bank account to just kind of test the water to see what it's like, um, and those bank accounts becoming then inactive, Mm-hmm. versus completely uh, new banking customers, people who have never had a bank account before right. signing up, and then people who are who physically switched, who actually you know closed their, their apps, their F&B, NetBank, Standard Bank account, or right. even Capitec, so I doubt that, um, yeah. you know, closed to, to move over. It'll be interesting to see that breakdown, but obviously, yeah, still very early days for them to, to reveal anything like that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, 50,000 people at least tried uh, mm-hmm. Time Bank. Um, between November 2018 and February 2019. Uh, that's a pretty impressive number. That is. Um, that is a lot of people. But in the scale of things, I mean, when you look at a bank like F&B, um, how many mm. customers do they have? So when you, right, when you right. do a comparison, where do you land up? Yeah, far more. I mean, obviously, but I mean, they, they've been in the industry uh, for for uh, you know many years, uh, in, in some cases decades, and so um, you know it's it's not really uh, it's it, 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 one can't really comp- it's like kind of comparing a, a brand new a mobile operator like Rain um, to Vodacom, which is which is operated in South Africa and MTN for that matter, which is operated in South Africa since like 1994. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's, a, there's a history. A there's got a yeah, exactly. I understand. Yeah, and, I understand. And, and trust and, and all that stuff. So, but absolutely. I mean, obviously, these banks have a long way to go. True. But um, but it but it's it's 
interesting to see that despite how mature our banking industry is in South Africa, how much appetite there is for um, a disruption. For so, someone to come in, right. like a time bank or a bank zero, so on that and point, say, you know what? Let's let's cut the prices. That, and that's and that's exactly my next question. On that point, is what are they charging? Because one of the big bugbears is the cost. I mean, yes. um, it costs me three hundred rand just to have a bank account. Three hundred rand a month. So and oh, I'm expensive. Exactly. So I keep looking around. I ditch my account with FNB. I'm now kind of hedging my bets between two other banks to see which one of them yes. is going to be better. So when it comes yes. to, you know, what all these things cost me, I mean, are these virtual guys going to cost me less? I mean, if I can have a bank account where I'm paying the bank 20 rand a month to, to have my account, I'll be, yes, thanks, I'll take it. Yes, yes, exactly. And that's, that's how these new, new entrants are, are trying to win over customers. And it's, and it's the, the reason, um, a lot of people I know switched over to, to Capitec. Um, so lifelong customers with uh, one of the other big banks, uh, you know, you know, the, the, their parents still opened, you know, little savings accounts for them, that sort of thing. Um, and Capitec comes on the market and you just do a quick sum and you realize, hang on a minute, Capitec is going to charge me, you know, 20 rand or whatever it costs. To, to have a bank account, but then the interest I right. get back mm. at the end of the, at the end of every month pays for my bank mm. account and more, which is, which is more than any of the other, um, big banks can say. You always end up paying in. You know, the interest never covers your, your banking fees. And that's a very different situation with Capitec. And that's what the digital banks are doing as well. Time Bank, Bank Zero, uh, Discovery Bank is they're trying to, to undercut the, the established players to get people to switch. So, for example, um, uh, we, we did a comparison of Time Bank and FNB and withdrawals. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so let's begin with withdrawals. So it's free at pick and pay and box stores if you, if you withdraw money from your Time Bank account. It's two rand at other major retailers to withdraw money and eight rand per every 1,000 rand at all ATMs. It's a very low SAS switch fee. I don't know how they got that right. Is that excluding then, the pick and pay? Uh, yes. So the pick and pay withdrawals are free. No matter the amount. Pick- Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, and so uh, at, at uh, FNB, um, so this is just the e-wallet extra. So right. um, we, we, it's, it's, it's difficult to compare um, for the whole bank. We have to right. choose which bank accounts we're going to mm-hmm. compare. Um, but, for example, on, on the e-wallet extra uh, uh, FNB product, it costs you ten rand ninety five to withdraw between 20 rand and 1,000 rand. And thirteen rand ninety five to withdraw a thousand rand to three thousand. Is that at your own bank's ATM? Is that your own bank's? Uh, Wow. Yes. Yes. So. So. And. And. I I believe other banks' ATMs as well. I think it's a flat fee. That's part of the reason they're so expensive. Now let's look at FNB's other products, right? So, um, if you if you uh, got a gold account or or similar with them, um, then you know you'll have some withdrawals included in your base fee. And so that's, that's what makes the comparisons here tricky on a per transaction basis because you get like a bundle of services with the bank depending on the, the bank account that you take. And so the question you have to ask yourself is, um, is you build your own bundle. You go, okay, so Time Bank is going to not charge me for withdrawals at, at pick and pay and boxes stores. Deposits are four rand at pick and pay and boxes stores. To send money, it's free between Time Bank accounts and two rand for payments to, in, to account at any other bank. 
card swipes are free, uh, which is true for just about any bank in the country. Um, and then, you know, there are, there are, there are, some banks have options to, to prepay stuff. Now, what you do is you build yourself a little basket and you go, okay, my bank account costs me 160 rand a month. Um, and uh, if I do exactly what I do on my bank account right now, and I go to Time Bank or Discovery Bank or Bank Zero, it's going to cost me 50 rand a month. And so that's, that's the, the, what these new banks are, are trading on, is to, is to give you exactly the same level of service or the same quantity of service that you're getting at your existing bank, but at a fraction of the price. That's what they're, they're trying to do. So what do you think? Do you think that based on what you've just said about, you know, younger people who, whose parents maybe open their bank accounts for them with F&B or Standard or APSA or Nedbank, um, they're the ones really who then switched over to Capitec when they got the first opportunity and possibly will be the ones switching over to time. Um, to be quite honest, I'm thinking of switching over to time, listening to, to what you've just been saying. But do you think that's going to be the, the next wave of, of, of banking because the next generation comes in and does things differently. Right. And, and when I remember when, uh, when I was just starting to work, that's when you're at your most mobile, right? When, when you, when you are going in for your first full-time job and you have to give them a, a bank, a right. bank number to deposit exactly. your salary into mm-hmm. that's, and you know, you do, and when you've got minimal debt mm. and all that stuff, um, that's when the, those are the people who are most mobile and can change banks more easily. Once you start getting bogged down with, home loans and all kinds of stuff, switching banks becomes incredibly A little bit harder, yeah. Yes, and so absolutely, that's where, um, that's a big part of the the market to to get people in. And uh, Capitec um, did incredible work getting uh, getting unbanked people to open bank accounts for the first time. And and that's where these banks, uh, I think, can really shine. And and uh, the the digital only model lets them make sh- you know make sure that their costs are, are very are very uh, small. They, they don't have to maintain large branch networks, pay all that staff who are who are you know the employees who are staffing all their branches. But I mean the trade off is you lose that human element, right? And there are still right. going to be people who are young and old. Who want um, to speak to uh, somebody? You know, we're rich and poor. People mm-hmm. who are going to be skittish about going to a bank where they, there's no one that they can go to and yell right. at if something goes wrong. Okay, well, I don't. I might not always want to yell at someone, but I might sometimes <laughs> just. <laughs> it happens sometimes that the, that there will be yelling, but mainly I sometimes just want someone to explain to me. And so, right. so that is a big thing for me is when I phone someplace and I get option one and option five and option seven and option 12, some of these things, five minutes going through the options to get the option you want. And then another automated voice tells you something else. And then another couple of options and another automated voice, another couple of options. And oops, we're closed for the day. Call back tomorrow. Um, yes. So, so, you know, this kind of experience is what I am trying to avoid when I need an explanation more than right. you know anything else. And so what I expect the digital banking uh, platforms to do ultimately is to switch to digital channels to do their tech support with. So still be able to, to, to talk to someone, but it might be over text chat. Uh, so it might be, you know, chat applications right. in their website or in yeah. their app yeah. or, or even WhatsApp. Yeah, I must and, say um, I did that in the States. And that actually worked very well where, you know, someone pops up and says, and they actually have a little 
picture icon, a cartoon icon. And when it, if it gets to a point where they, you need to speak to someone, they will actually call you. So that, yes. that was actually quite cool. But at, we're running out of time. I've got one last question for you. So, you know, there's a lot of talk about the fourth industrial revolution. And I guess this is part of that. This is, you know, this is part of that. It's the, 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 the technology and how everything works more smoothly. And we cut out a lot of, um, processes that would have taken extra time, that would have cost extra money. And the fourth right. industrial and revolution. Humans. Uh, and that's I mean, where I'm coming. Talk, that's, that's, talk about the elephants that's where the I'm coming. No, no, there's no yes. elephants here. Yeah, that's where I'm coming. <laughs> so when you, when you do all of that, it's a process called actually mechanization. And when you mechanize, okay. you remove humans. And in this instance, in a production space, really, because that's really what it is. It's just a very sophisticated one. Um, when you remove the human element, you're removing jobs. Mm. Mm. So, and, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I'm interrupting you again. Uh, so? So where do we go, you know, in an arena where if we only have 29% roughly of our population who are um, fully employed, as in they have a permanent job, they have a regular job, they're not a contract or a seasonal worker or a freelancer. Yeah. And, and so yeah. in, into that space now, we add to a, a sector that is already getting smaller and smaller, we make that sector even smaller. So what we're doing yes. is we're shedding more and more jobs. What does right. that do to our economy at the end of the day? Yeah, yeah, good questions and difficult ones to address. Uh, so uh, I'll do my best, though. So um, the fourth industrial revolution, as a, as a journalist, um, that, that term sets my teeth on edge because it's such a buzzword that, yeah. that means different things to different, different people. Exactly. But, but, but what I like about these buzzwords sometimes is that they are a shorthand way to refer to a very complex issue. And everybody kind of has an idea what you're talking about, right? Um, so when we talk about you know, th- this happened with cloud, when we mm. started talking about cloud computing and that sort of thing, mm. it, it meant different things, and then it got complicated. Hybrid I still cloud, don't trust cloud, the cloud, cloud, by the way. Yeah, and, and so <laughs> yes, it, it and, and and there are just so many different definitions that floated out there until we could roughly agree on some a couple of basics. And fourth industrial revolution is a similar one. So I just want to spend a couple of seconds just just quickly defining it. So uh, as a as an umbrella term, we're talking about as you were referring to mechanization. Um, but not just that. It's, it's got to do with combining things like artificial intelligence, Internet of Things, um, all these other buzzwords. Um, and it's sort of the, the, the coming together of all these new technologies along with sort of ubiquitous access to the Internet. Um, and, and what does that mean for the world? What does that mean for the future of work? Um, mm. What does that mean for us here in South Africa? Right, mm. fourth industrial revolution. Um, and so... Um, and, and you're 100% correct, uh, this digitization or, or, or um, you know, like uh, getting rid of the human element um, in, in uh, banking's uh, branch infrastructure, for example, is, is one example of that. Um, it, it's, uh, it, but it's not necessarily all negative because um, now one thing I want to highlight is that this, the, the staff that are, that are um, sort of not being employed in this particular case or the jobs um, that are busy being moved around – those are skilled jobs already. Um, the, the people who are working in a bank are people who are highly trained. Um, they, they um, you know, have had to go, go through uh, extensive education to be able to do that job in a bank. Um, and so in South Africa, the, the, the huge issue we're sitting with are, are un, is unskilled labor not, being, not having a, a fixed job. And, and, and that's a, a difficult problem to grapple with. 
um, but one that we will have to grapple with. Now, mm-hmm. that said, I do want to mention that um, the, to, to answer your question, the, the, the shedding of, of some of these jobs um, also creates new jobs elsewhere. And you see this with any kind of industrial revolution. So, you know, when, when the motor car was first invented, I'm, I'm sure that um, the st- uh, stable hands and people who operated stables in, in the cities were, were very, very um, uh, concerned about losing their business because if people are going to start driving cars, then who's going to need someone to look after your horse? Um, who's going to need to, sh- you know, blacksmiths? Who's going to need to shoe your horse? And they were and right because they're not around yeah. anymore. Yes, so they're, they're not not full time, but certainly there are still people who. who but not who on can the scale. An industry Absolutely. disappeared. Do you know what I mean? So now, yes. now what yes. you have is you have a, a, a layer of skilled craftsmen in an area where there used to be a whole industry. So hundred percent, hundred percent, and it was replaced by instead of the stable, you now have the service station. You have the, the, the petrol station, and um, in South Africa, we still have um, uh, the hands. Who are who are helping you fill your car and so on, and uh, and also on top of that, right. um, you, you have a whole separate area for retail right. in there now. There's a little You're, convenience store um, that's opened there. It's, that, a, it's that they its can own separate money. separate little industry. I hear what you're saying, yes. and Jan, I'm very sorry to do this to you because this is clearly a rabbit hole that we are tumbling down here, and I really want to continue this conversation, but we are out of time. So can we agree to do this next week and finish it that up? That would be wonderful. Okay, it is, as you say, a wonderful rabbit hole. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time and have a great day further. And you too. Keep well. Thanks. Bye.